and welcome to another vampirical episode of We Only Look Thin. I don't know, I'm, is that I'm, a word? Vampirical? No, it is not. Uh, of We Only Look Thin, I'm Catherine Weigel. I'm one of your hosts. I am a tiny habits coach. Would you like to say something? Donald? I'm just like imagining like vampirical is very similar to clerical work of some in some way. I was way. thinking lyrical. <laughs> lyrical, vampirical, Look, <laughs> when, when you listen to as much rap and roll as I do, yes. you, you come up with rhymes that don't even make any sense. Yeah, like, very much rap and roll. <laughs> I'm the satirical, miracle, lyrical whip uh, with whoa. whoa with vampirical whip. I, I had no idea you had such rhyming skills. Like, uh, why are we I think doing that a was podcast? From the Humpty dance, not recording. Was an that album. from the Humpty dance? I think uh, it was. <laughs> if, it, if it was, then then uh, congrats to you. I didn't know. I'm the satirical, lyrical, miracle. Yeah, I think it is the Humpty dance. So, hello. We've gone off track, but that's what you get your money for. So, uh, you can. Yeah, go that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, go that way. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what are we? Oh, wait. I'm Catherine Weigel. I've lost some weight. I'm uh, going off on a tangent. And yeah. with me today is Tangent Man Donald Weigel. <laughs> The tangent man can. Uh, I have lost about 100 pounds. <laughs> and I am full of dad jokes. Um, and uh, we are here to talk about it. You are also a certified tiny habits coach. Yep. And as we decided on the last episode, a certified all around cool gal. <laughs> I sure am. We, uh, fun, we're going to let you in, uh, dear listener, on an inside scoop. Are we? we? I are. don't know if I want to do that. Well, I'm, all right. Well, I guess it's happening. I don't know what inside scoop we're uh, about. Just to let that them in we on. literally just finished recording the last episode about ten minutes ago, and now we're on to the next one. But we're acting like it. What face? Maybe don't that's tell why people that make them think it took us a whole week to put this together. No, we're we're doing it right now. I didn't want to get off up the. Couch. We're doing I, it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that we're doing it right now. We are doing it right now. No, I just want to get, get it done, take care of business. So, uh, so yeah, but we are, let's see, vampirical isn't a word. We've established that yeah. going back to the beginning. Or maybe it is. Like, I'm going to look it up when we get done you know with this what? episode. Language is always evolving, man. Yeah, so it's true. It's yeah, I just had a discussion with my father about how... Um, oh boy! They, Here they, we go. They've loosened the definition of the words "literal" and "unique." Loosened the definitions of the words yeah. "literal" and "unique," and how irritating that is. As as old old men, we both agree. Let's <laughs> cranky. all talk about. <laughs> well, is, I'm an old man. I'm a cranky is, old man. My father's quite youthful. You guys, this is the definition of an energy vampire. Do you see what he's doing? Yeah. He's talking about word definitions. I'm, Snooze. I'm giving an example of what energy vampire. See, that was do. on purpose. You yeah. did it on purpose. <laughs> To, yeah, to give a real life example. <laughs> Thank you for saving me, darling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Donald, we, uh, no. We, we, <laughs> we, we talked last week about uh, energy vampires. We, sure did. Uh, we uh, found an article, and by we, I mean <laughs> last my, week. My lovely, You're yeah, like last 10 minutes week, ago. Right. My, well, my, it was last week to the listener. I it was know. a week ago. Um, we found an article on Healthline.com written by Kimberly Holland about energy vampires, about how to recognize them and respond to them. And you may be asking yourself, if you haven't listened to that episode, what does this have to do with weight loss and fitness? Well, we're about to tell you. We have found that one of the key components to achieving and maintaining our weight loss and fitness goal was setting boundaries in our lives. Yep. And, and not just going through a paint-by-numbers diet and exercise plan, but actually getting to the root of what was stopping us from uh, enacting 
and participating in that diet and exercise plan. And one of the things was not setting boundaries in our lives and not doing things like dealing with the energy vampires that we have in our lives. Yeah, and I think this is something we hadn't even thought of. So we've had all this time to think about it. We hadn't now- thought of it, and now we thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of it. You didn't. I didn't. I'm going to take credit, though. I'm married <laughs> yeah. to you. I get half the credit. Yeah, you do. But – when we talk about like canary habits, uh, we had an episode called Canary in a Coal Mine. We sure did. We talk about those habits that help us stick to our goals. And when we stop doing them, we we fall away. And I think something we don't think about is that those distractions that get in our way that are like, well, yeah, this, you know, this family member's going through a lot or this work thing came up. And yeah. you know, I just stopped going on my lunchtime walk by myself because this coworker started dragging me down. And we don't think about all those little things that distract us from our goals because they happen so slowly. And it seems like, oh, well, we want to be helpful. We want to do whatever. But then we realize that it's distracting us from our own goals. And we don't know how we got there. Like, right. wait, I th- when did I stop doing that? It's because of these energy vampires in our lives. Yeah, it certainly uh, certainly can be one factor. And um, in case uh, you haven't listened to this in a week, I forget what I said 10 minutes ago. Yeah. So um, just a, a brief recap. An energy vampire is somebody who essentially drains your emotional bandwidth and your, you know, possibly your literal energy, um, which then, you know, may lead you to not achieve your health and fitness goals and to sort of, you know, in my case a lot and probably in a lot of cases of people out there run to food for comfort, you know, which is something I used to do over and over again. Yeah, which, you know, it's weird. Vampires can't eat food. And if someone was like, hey, do you want eternal life? I'd be like, no, thank you. I want to eat snacks. Yes. So that's just as an aside, just letting right. you know why I don't want to be exactly. a vampire. And, and we did talk about, you know, the traditional sort of Keith, Kiefer Sutherland in the Lost Boys style vampire. Yeah. This is this is not that. This is usually like a family member, a co-worker. I mean, they might dress like Kiefer Sutherland in Lost Boys. <laughs> But um, they're they're typically probably not dressed like that. You're not eating energy, Michael. It's just, <laughs> it's just rice. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. That's not actually what they said in the book. But, sure. But here's the thing: energy vampires can be peoples of all shapes and sizes. Yeah. Uh, they can be coworkers. They can be neighbors. They can be you. They but can also, be you. it can be the news media. It can be the Facebooks. It can be the TikToks. It can be the Snap Talks. Whatever it is, yeah. there's many different ways. I of refuse energy. to get the Snap Talks. Oh my These gosh. kids today and their Snap I, Talks. I'm going to stick to Facebook like, you know, the good Lord and Yeah. <laughs> I pay my taxes. <laughs> That's right. I don't know. But I definitely used to think it was everyone else's problem. And I didn't realize, uh, again, because there's no reflection for vampires and mirrors, I didn't realize that I was also an energy vampire. So in the last episode, we talked about five attributes of uh, what might constitute an energy vampire. Uh, Jeff Foxworthy, do you want to give the first? (laughs) You might be an energy vampire. You might be an energy vampire. Oh, my goodness. All right. Why don't you give the first two, and then I'll do the next three. We're pulling up timely Jeff Foxworthy references. Um, uh, That they don't take accountability, and they're always involved in some kind of drama. Yep. And they always try to one-up you. They diminish your problems and play up their own. And they act like a martyr. Yes. Which I did all of those things. So 
Go back and listen to that episode if you would like a more in-depth definition of all of those things. Or just go back and listen to it just because you think we're great. Yeah, we like the downloads. Yeah. If we're being honest. Yeah, exactly. But now we're going to talk about the next five. Delete it, re-download it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So uh, we've got five more um, ways in which energy vampires strike, so to speak. And then uh, we're going to do a little dive into some advice on how to deal with them. Yeah. So the first one is they use your good nature against you and if you are somebody who is particularly you know empathetic um, compassionate sensitive they will leech upon you and use your good nature against you and examples of this are they monopolize your time at every social occasion so that they can have as much of your energy as they can get And they know you'll feel guilty turning them down for coffee or a dinner date, so they ask you regularly. I, as an obliger, have such a hard time getting rid of energy vampires. I may or may not have moved to California to be with Donald to get away with one. Get away from one. (laughs) Wow. I thought it was because you loved me. Well, that also, but the second benefit was... but was moving away from uh, Energy Vampire. So they also use guilt trips or ultimatums. Uh, they rely on guilt trips to get what they want. I definitely fell victim to this so much. Uh, they know shame is a great weapon against people who are compassionate and caring. And they know that ultimatums are an effective way to capture a person's attention and coerce them into doing something they otherwise might not want to do. So an example, I don't know how you expect me to make it without you. I'll fall apart. That is, oh, that's yeah. why I, that, there was an energy vampire who had my middle name in seventh grade. And I, what, another reason I got married to you was so that I could change my middle name. So I don't actually have that middle name anymore <laughs> oh because I still resent that person. I, I'm waiting for the reasons that, that involved you actually wanting to oh, be with me fattle. to come You're to light. Oh, my best friend. Oh, that's And good. I love you. Um, so, and another one is if you really care for me, you'll call him and tell him how much I love him. So they want you to be the problem solver in between other problems. I definitely inserted myself in other people's problems all yeah. the time. And, and, you know, if you, uh, maybe you're somebody who's always laying guilt trips on others and you don't even realize it. Um, but you know, it, it's fairly obvious when others are laying guilt trips on you, but sometimes these relationships are, are difficult to, to say no to people when they do this, especially if it's a family member or like a longtime close friend. Well, yeah, they're relying on me. I'm like, and, and it, it can feel really guilty, especially for me. I, I used to think, uh, I have a, uh, a sister. Let's call her a sister. Um, I have a sister who I was complaining to about a family thing and she's like, you know, they're adults and they can figure it out themselves. And I was aghast. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I just realized she had really healthy boundaries around her energy. And, yeah, yeah. But it took me five years after she said that to be like, people are responsible for their own feelings. <laughs> like, yeah. That. I still oftentimes don't, uh, you know, don't feel that way. I, I feel like a lot of times I'll have a, a really upsetting interaction at work and i feel like i've i carried around and carried around and carried around and i i imagine the other person just not thinking of it again like after it happened you know like immediately letting it go and maybe they're carrying it around too but like in my mind i feel like well why am i still you know carrying this around it happened days ago yeah so Another way in which uh, energy vampires manifest themselves is that they are codependent and 
Codependency is a type of relationship where every action is designed to elicit a certain reaction from the other individual. And it's sort of a vicious circle of behavior. Um, And energy vampires rarely recognize that they're in these types of relationships. And they use these relationships, oftentimes romantic ones, to continue spinning a cycle of drama and emotional need. Um, So it's this sort of like, you know, you know, snake eating its own tail situation where you're in it and but you thrive on the drama and so you want it to keep going. So, you know, the examples that they give are, I know this isn't a good relationship, but it's so much better than trying to get over him and learn to date again. Or if I just ignore him for a few days, he'll totally beg for forgiveness and come crawling back. Yeah, that's not a healthy relationship. No. And, you know, maybe you're in a relationship like this. Maybe you've been in a relationship like this. Or maybe you're just a friend or family member of somebody who's in these types of relationships. And you end up trying to help them and give them advice over and over again. But they don't actually want to come out of it. They just want the drama. They want all the energy. And it's what they actually thrive upon, whether they admit it to themselves or not. Well, and I know last episode we talked about what we do in the shadows and Colin Robinson, the energy vampire. Yeah. And he would get this like look of delight on his face when he knew he was robbing people <laughs> yeah, of their energy. Exactly. And I feel like it's that real like, oh, wow, I got her to come over here and talk about my relationship again for a year. And I, I, I can't remember if I said this on the last episode, which was 10 minutes ago. Yeah. If I had a coworker who would just complain about her relationship and I would come in like, here's the, here's what you do. This is what you got to try. You need to move on. And then we would just have the, it was like Groundhog Day. We would have the same conversation over and over again. I didn't realize she had no intention of changing anything. And here I was coming in with like, all right, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to fix it. And then I would be annoyed every time she wouldn't do it. It was like Lucy, uh, you know, holding the football for Charlie Brown and yeah. I would go fall for it. Every time, instead of just going, I'm not going to engage in this anymore. Yeah, and this is not the literal point of this episode, but you know what you were just describing sounds so much like so many people uh, when they're talking about their weight loss and fitness plans too. Uh-oh. They they talk over and over again. This is not exactly energy vampire, but people talk over and over again about well, I. I really have this problem, this problem, and this problem. And then you or I, mostly you, will will talk them through it and give them suggestions. And then, you know, a month later, you find in the same position doing the same thing over and over again. And part of why we're doing this episode is to recognize this behavior. Because once I recognized that I was engaging in this kind of behavior, this fatalistic, like, well, there's nothing I can do. I'm a victim of circumstance. I'm just going to throw up my hands it was much harder for me to continue that behavior once I realized that I was doing it and that I was lying to myself about it. I'm grimacing right now. Yeah, no, Catherine has a really uh, interesting look like on her face right now. Kind of a far away, all the years lost <laughs> exactly. look on my face. But it's true. It's that like, well, what do I do? Nah. Well, what do I do? Nah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. With no intention of actually doing because it feels like talking about it is taking action. And right. really, it's just marinating. It's just a spin cycle. So exactly. Uh, so don't do it. That's what I have to say. <laughs> um, so, 
just don't do just it. Don't. Just like Nancy Reagan said, just don't <laughs> do it. Just say no. Exactly. So they criticize or bully. At their core, energy vampires are often insecure. What? <laughs> um, they may use dehumanizing tactics and criticism to keep their prey insecure too. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. That sounds really dangerous. Um in this state, you feel like you owe them your attention and should continue to work to stop the unwarranted attacks. For example, I was too stupid to expect better from you. Everyone else treats me like garbage, so why wouldn't you? Yeah. I m- maybe have had that conversation before with someone who's like, boy, I thought I could blah, blah, blah. Like, it's so, so, so terrible. Yeah, and it also relates to the the whole guilt trip thing, too. I mean, it's a, in a very similar uh, similar category as that. Well, and that bullying or criticizing, you were in over your head from the beginning. I told you that. Like, the whole, like, mm, you should know better. There's actually a book uh, by Brene Brown called The Gifts of Imperfection. Yeah. Where she talks about those people who one up, you know, belittle your issue, and it's uh, – it, it's very insightful there, I will say it. Maybe that's a whole other episode. But uh, but yeah, no, that's a that's a big one. Yeah, we've talked about that before. And, you know, this can also manifest itself in other ways of, you know, we've all had people, or at least I assume we've all had people in our lives, you know, where we will, we will tell them, you know, okay, I am trying to stick to a diet and exercise plan. I am not going to do this. And then they see you eating some chips or something and they're like, well, see, I, I knew that you weren't going to stick to that plan. Oh my I, gosh. I knew that this wasn't that, like a real thing. That uh, boyfriend that I had back in the day, we'll yeah. call him Ken. Cause that was his name. <laughs> I actually had talked about like working on my, my health goals and we were, we were out with someone and he's like, yeah, well you've said that before. So how's that going to go? I mean like, what kind of a monster does that? Well, we know an energy vampire monster. Yeah, and and I think you know I've heard of a lot of people who are in relationships, uh, you know, whether it's family, friends, or romantic relationships, where their significant other will say things like, you know, like, "Well, come on, you know, this isn't going to really stick. Like, why are you doing that?" Yeah, and, <laughs> you know, it can be really hard to overcome and actually uh, stick to a health and fitness plan. And lastly, uh, what energy vampires do is they in- intimidate. And this is really closely related to criticizing or bullying. But um, they, I think this is a thing that people who are kind of in a, um, in a supervisory position often do. Um, you know, bosses, I think, use this uh, tactic a lot. And they try and elicit fear which is a very strong emotion because they thrive on it. And they say things like, you know, I won't tell you this again and again. Like I, I keep telling you this and you don't deserve this promotion. You don't show that you even really want it. Um, and it can be really difficult to deal with those people, especially when they're in a, a boss type position and you can't talk back to them. Or I, I can even imagine, you know, you know, parents or grandparents or people like that, you know, saying things like that and it being virtually impossible for you to say anything back to them when they do it. No, for sure. And I mean, I'm, uh, I, I sort of got lost in my own head thinking about a relationship that I have right now, uh, not with Donald Beigel. <laughs> I got, I got panicked for a second that you were going to reveal. We're going to get real. We're going to right now on this podcast reveal that I'm the energy vampire in Catherine's life. I thought you were going to reveal something that I didn't even know about. You. This, <laughs> this is all 
happening live, people. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But it can feel, especially with family, it can feel, or a work situation, it can feel like you don't have a choice. And I know for me, I used to feel like I needed to fix every relationship immediately, especially with family, or that I didn't deserve to have my own voice and my own boundaries around relationships. And the one in particular that I'm thinking of checked many of the boxes of intimidation, belittling, and I got to the point where I had to decide whether or not that was a relationship I wanted to participate in because yeah. I feel, you know, I think we're we're sort of told through uh through the the media uh or I don't know, television <laughs> shows, the facts of life yeah. of like I'll never speak to you again or that's it. This is over. I'm writing you out of the will. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we feel like we have to make these big, broad, immediate actions against things like once we recognize them that it has to be forever. And for me, I realized that I can put relationships on hold. And sure, if it's someone that you see every day, it might be more difficult. But this, the relationship that I'm thinking about is one that I'm like, this isn't the time, this isn't the season for me to work on it. This isn't the the time for me to figure it out. I'm just going to put it on the back burner. And we're going to talk about, you know, as, as we've gone through all of these, you know, awful vampire things. Um, Yeah. I don't know. No one has ever said off alpha vampire things before. <laughs> <laughs> Use well, your words. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if anyone has ever said good vampire things either. But um, uh, but we're now going to talk about why all of this matters and what you can do to help remove yourself from the energy vampires in your virtual or three-dimensional life. Yeah, and turning back to the article from uh, Healthline.com, uh, you know, the author talks about how energy vampires demand a lot from their target. If you have one of these people in your lives, it can really sap so much of your energy and emotional bandwidth that you don't have enough left for yourself. And the author links to some studies where over time, this can actually lead to anxiety, depression, heart disease, and more. Like, yep. and, and not just the, you know, overeating and inability to, you know, do your own exercise and fitness plan that we've been focusing on. Yeah. I have managed depression for many years, which I was familiar with, but I didn't actually understand anxiety because I wasn't, uh, I wasn't experiencing any of that. And I actually had a family member who, uh, I consider an energy vampire where it got to the point where I knew when they were going to call, I would suddenly have anxiety episodes or panic episodes. And I had never felt those before. I didn't realize what it was. And once I recognized like, oh my gosh, every single time I know they're going to call, I get shortness of breath and shallow breathing and I can't focus on anything. And it, it was a physical reaction to this negative situation that I felt like I didn't have a choice but to engage in. But I did. So, ah, there you go. Yeah. And look, a lot of this advice is easier said than done. And a lot of these approaches won't work for everyone. But one thing to think about is if you're not going to establish boundaries for yourself now, when are you? Yeah. You know, I am a 52-year-old man. I know not everybody listening to this is a 52-year-old man, but I assume we are all adults listening to this. I can't imagine a lot of kids <laughs> <laughs> tuning in to We Only Look Thin. But you are an adult, and if you can't establish these boundaries and do it now, when are you going to do it? And, you know, it's not as easy as flipping a switch or turning a spigot on and off, but 
over time, you really can assert yourself and and make this a part of your life so that you can then focus on the things that are important to you. Yeah. And asking yourself, what are you getting from this relationship? But the bigger question is, what is it costing you? You know, and it's that thing, if not now, when, if not me, then who? So recognizing it is a great first step and realizing that it's going to take time to change your relationships. It's not going to necessarily, you're not going to be able to do things immediately, but we can make progress over time. So the article goes on to say, this may involve putting up walls to protect against any energy vampire's efforts or removing the person from your life entirely. And like we said, that might not be practical based on your living situation, your work situation, but putting up those emotional walls really can help. And so the first thing to really work on, as we've mentioned, is to establish boundaries. And we've done uh, at least five uh, deep dive episodes into establishing boundaries. I won't name them all again. I named them all in the last episode. I'll put them all in the show notes. But if you go to our website, search for boundaries, they'll also come up. But you need to start establishing some sort of walls. And, you know, you can start small, like don't agree to go to social events like dinner or coffee dates, avoid weekend trips or other extended events when they're in attendance. At work, you can limit the uh, interactions between the two of you by not agreeing to lunch and just not stopping by their desk. And as our certified tiny habits coach will tell you, you can start small. Yeah. And then build up and build up. It doesn't have to be some dramatic, you know, declaration of, you know, I'm cutting you out of my life forever right now. And you can start with little ways and then, you know, build up to, if you have to, cutting them out of your life entirely. Well, and back to that Lucy and the football thing, I had a coworker who would just always sort of, I felt like trap me, but it turned out I was setting myself up to be trapped, you know, like never get cornered by one. And part of that at work is if they come into your office is standing up and be like, oh, I'm just about to go to the, you know, water cooler, walk with me or standing up and making sure that they don't have the opportunity to sit down, put books on your chair. I know that's silly, but put emotional books on your chair. (laughs) Make sure that you don't, you know, when they throw out, they, they cast that first net is not to engage. And I actually got to the point with this one person that I worked with for a number of years. She would ask me how things were going. I used to make the mistake of telling her because I knew it was a setup for like her then turning things around on me. She would ask how I was doing and I would, you know what I would say? Fine. Yeah. What? Even if that wasn't the truth, not allowing that engagement is a first great step. Yeah. And and that sort of leads to the next uh, section of this, which is adjusting your expectations of the energy vampire and reminding yourself that you can't fix them. But what you can do, what is within your power is to reshape your relationship with the person. And so not allowing them to to dig their claws into you emotionally and really trying to to deal with them. You know, for me, as a big sci-fi nerd, trying to imagine myself as as Spock and Mr. Spock and turning off my emotions when it comes to them and, you know, really sort of shortening my interactions giving them one word answers and yeah. not and not really giving up anything that allows the people to like start digging deeply yeah. into you. No follow-up questions. If they tell you something like, "Oh boy, it was a day." You know, passive passive passive. Just go, "Wow. 
Yeah. And not go like, really? What happened? You know, when they're fishing for more uh, connection, don't go for that extra question. Yeah. Now, the one of the downsides the author of this article points out is that if you've been using this person as a, as an emotional release, you have to also stop doing that because as soon as you then go to them to try and unload your problems on them, then they're they're right, right back they're right back in you, and you have uh, you know you're right back where you started. Yep. So again, don't give them an inch. If energy vampires call, stop by, or text, don't give them the room. Offer an excuse. I'm too tired. I'm too busy. Um, you should say that you've got plans or don't feel well. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about, like, I know at first it can be just the avoidance thing is a good thing, but if they don't get the hint, direct grown-up, like, hey, this isn't something that I want to talk about, like being a little bit more forceful in it because some people just don't get hints. And if they don't get hints, I think being actually more assertive about it, like, wow, this is really negative and it's, it's really affecting me and pulling away, I think is the way to go personally. Yeah, and and I agree with that too. But, you know, don't, you know, don't reply to their text messages. Don't, you know, or, or you know, like we've said already, stick to one word answers. Don't elaborate. Don't, you know, yeah. offer your emotional state. And, you know, guarding your emotional state and your emotional capacity is another component of this. You know, it may involve adopting a stone-faced approach when talking to these people. You know, they can they can see when you're upset, when you're angry, uh, when you're happy. You know, don't give it to them. You know, let them let them guess as to what's going on and then don't offer any explanations. You know, if you if you just offer short responses to their questions, eventually they will look elsewhere for the, you know, the emotional drama that they're looking for. Well, and something that I had mentioned before was that when someone else who is super, you know, a super emotional vampire talks to me, I would be thinking about what are my comebacks? How can I address this? What are my rebuttals? Like all of these different things. And I realized that sort of the stone face thing is like, I don't have to have any response. Yeah. I don't have to rebut. I don't have to refute. I don't have to come up with, you know, sources and texts or whatever to, 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 um, to fire back at them. One of the things, and we talked about in the, this in what place was like, go to your emotional happy place while they're venting for 10 minutes, which has definitely happened to me. I'll be like, huh, what ride am I going to ride at Disneyland next weekend? Like, right. oh gosh, you know, I've got laundry to do. You do not have to even pay attention to what they're saying. And I know that that might sound shallow, but for emotionally protecting myself, realizing that I don't have to receive everything that's handed to me is a really big shift because I used to take it on all as my own own and it is not mine to carry. Yeah, for sure. And then as a last resort, or maybe even in some cases as a first resort, we may not realize it, but we really do have the agency in many cases to cut people out of our lives entirely. Like there are ways to do this. It may be a little harder with a family member or a coworker, but we really can do it if we if we need to. If we need to just, you know, separate from the person entirely because they're just too much, we can do that. Yeah. And I think part of that is, you know, in professional relationships, because I definitely had this happen at work, was finally it got to the point where I realized the pattern. And it got to the point where I was a hundred percent cordial and professional 
professional, but would never engage in any personal conversations, would never ask them how they were doing. And I did my job well, but I did not enter that additional layer of conversation. And it was fine. Like, but it, it took my energy to just say, I'm not going to engage in this anymore. Like I said, I have a couple of family relationships that I've cut off and it's, it's cordial and it's fine, but it's just not an energy that I want in my life. And it might upset things. It, you might upset like, oh, you know, your, your mom or whatever, like, oh boy, why aren't you talking to whoever? You're really hurting their feelings. Understanding that like my emotional needs matter yeah. and my self-preservation matters more than engaging in a negative relationship. Like, again, like Donald said, at what age do I finally get to deserve to set my own boundaries. And for me, uh, that age was 45 years old, but it, it matters. Like I'm, I am a grown up and I can decide the family in my home matters. These specific relationship matters. These political and social issues matter and everything else is just not in my bandwidth. And it has helped me maintain my healthy lifestyle, maintained better, uh, you know, my depression and anxiety more effectively. And that is in the end, that's what matters. I want to give my energy and focus to the people in my life who build me up, who support me, who are my cheerleaders, not the people who are going to rob me of my own joy and bring me down to their level. And I know if I can do it, you can do it too. It takes time. It takes effort. But I promise you it is worth it in your health journey. Absolutely. And I promise you that listening to this episode has been worth it as well. Thank you so much for doing that. We are absolutely grateful for it and really appreciate each and every one of you. If you uh, would like to hear more episodes of this show, they are all available wherever you found this one and also on our website at weonlylookthin.com. Yep. And if you want help in managing your emotional vampires in your relationship, you can click on the link to join our support group and find out more about Walt Place. I don't know. That sounded <laughs> like <laughs> a little bit like uh, Count Floyd exactly, from that's Second exactly City Television. Exactly what I was going yeah. for. I don't know. It's not spooky at all. It's fine. Uh, but we have uh, two subscription options, a monthly subscription with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if it's right for you. We are not a weight loss plan, but we are a place for support, accountability, and troubleshooting to help you navigate the relationships in your life that are dragging you down. I am so proud of all of the women in Walt. Uh, they are so supportive and positive and honest too. It is a place where we do Zoom meetings and I do a newsletter. We do daily check-ins. And it's really, if you want a place to feel supported while you're navigating your own relationships, it is just a, a place I'm super proud of. So how many times can I say place? Yeah. And look, it's also a really great way to bounce things off of other people who have gone through the same things that you're going through and figure out what worked for them and, and you know, sort of workshop and troubleshoot solutions so yeah. that you you can try out your proposed solutions in cases of energy vampires and, and you know, whatever else is going on in your life. And other people have in the group have gone through it too and yeah. can help you go through it. And, you know, 
for me, I get access to Catherine Weigel all the time. <laughs> but if you join the group, you get access to Catherine Weigel all the time and, you know, face to face Zoom calls. And, um, you know, I'm really proud of the work that Catherine does in there. And, uh, you know, I'm not just saying that because we're married no. and that I'm contractually obligated and, to. But we also have other amazing women who have been through the process, who have lost weight, who are maintaining and women who are just starting out. And, Part of it is that, like, I don't have all the answers. And I'm always so excited when something is presented in the group and someone has a totally different perspective yeah. or a deeper understanding of a problem. And I love being able to co collaborate like that and really see it as a collective of, of people who have so many answers to problems. So we can't help but solve the problems because we have so many people with uh, with great insights. Absolutely. And if you would like to interact with us in other ways, you can find us on social media at We Only Look Thin on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can also send us an email to weonlylookthin at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. We love uh, compliments. We love compliments. We love <laughs> praise. We love suggestions accolades. for accolades. <laughs> we love suggestions for new episodes. Uh, and we will answer questions if you send us an email as well. Uh, so weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Yep. And if you have a couple of extra minutes to send some accolades over to Apple Podcast. Oh, we yeah. would also appreciate that. Uh, star reviews and reviews uh, with words are very helpful. Not only do they make us feel happy, but they also help the algorithms for Apple and accolades therein. Uh, it helps other people find weight loss podcasts very much like ours. Yes. And hopefully ours. We are responsible for our own emotions. But, but <laughs> five-star reviews hurt. don't hurt. Exactly. And if you know somebody in your life who might enjoy our show, please tell them about us. Uh, word of mouth is one of the best ways in which the show grows, and uh, we would appreciate you all reaching out and uh, telling somebody you know about us. Yeah, it really does make us very happy. So, And uh, and for all the people in other weight loss groups, uh, my fitness pal, Lose It, any community like that who uh, who gives us a shout out, we just so appreciate it. We absolutely do. So if you've spent this entire episode wishing that your energy vampire looked like Kiefer Sutherland <laughs> from The Lost Boys, just remember that Catherine and I are an, an inspiration. inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program. <laughs>